Today, we talk music streaming. Today, we talk all things digital and new media. You're welcome to City Trends. My name is Philip Ashon and City Trends is sponsored by First National Bank. Well, on the show today, we've paid about 21 billion euros in royalties to to rights owners. So for us, it is extremely important that um, rights owners are compensated fairly. And, and that's always been top of our agenda. What does Spotify in Ghana actually mean? We'll be hearing more from Fiona Okumu, who is the head of music in the sub-Saharan African region over at Spotify. Yes, indeed, we'll have all the segments as well coming your way. We have the how-to segment, we have the app segment, we have your tech, and of course, trending. It's going to be a packed show. But then before we get all busy and everything with Spotify and audio streaming in Ghana, let's find out what's going on in the how-to segment. And today, Nidaku Otu will be walking us through what exactly Google Lens is. In case you're wondering what that is, well, Nidaku Otu has more details for us. Hello and welcome to another how-to segment here on City Trends. Today's episode is dedicated to the students who are in school at the moment. Missing a lecture or class is the most troublesome thing that can happen to a student. Worst of all, it's not getting the notes from a class and having to rewrite it all over again. Thankfully, with the innovation of AI and machine learning, technology has made it possible to solve this issue. In today's episode, you're going to learn how to use the Google Lens feature in the Google Search app. First of all, download the Google Search app either on the Play Store or the App Store. For the most accurate results, you will need to find someone with very legible handwriting and organized notes, otherwise the results may not be ideal. Once the app is downloaded, go ahead and open it. In the search bar, you will see that there are two icons to the right, a microphone and then a box with a dot in the middle. The latter is what you would want to tap on. That option is the Google Lens. Please note, the Google Lens will need access to your camera for this feature to work. Once access is granted and the camera opens, you will notice that under the shutter button, there are several options to select from. The text option is what we'll be looking out for. Once selected, Go ahead and position your phone directly over the page you want to scan. Once the Google Lens text feature has recognized the text, you will see opaque boxes highlight the text which you are scanning. Now go ahead and press the shutter button to capture this information. You will now be given the option to select the digitized notes or listen to it. But for the sake of this how-to tutorial, go ahead and tap on select all and in the next pop-up menu, 
copy the text. Now, you have scanned and digitized the notes which you missed from class or lectures and also have the added benefit of being able to carry it around easily as a soft copy. Once you've copied the text from the Google Lens feature, open your note app or better still Google Docs which I recommend and then paste the copy text there. Repeat the process for multiple pages and you should be good to go. Depending on the manner or structure the notes were written in, you may have to do a bit of adjusting in order to get everything looking right. This is an option to aid in your educational and learning process and not to replace it entirely. Thank you and have a great evening. Now, Spotify is a Swedish audio streaming and media services provider, which was launched in October 2008. Now, the platform is owned by Spotify AB, which is a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange and has been trading since 2018 through a holding company called Spotify Technology SA based in Luxembourg. Spotify currently holds the number one spot in terms of the company or the audio streaming company which has the largest um for want of a better description um compilation of music available for streaming it is available or has been available in a lot of territories in a lot of countries but then last week the big announcement happened spotify was expanding to more territories and it actually exploring about 15 african countries as we speak or at least has launched in about 15 african countries so why exactly is spotify choosing to do all of this at this particular time well we caught up with fiona okumu who is the head of music for the sub-saharan african region at spotify and i started off by asking her why it took so long for spotify to extend into other african territories and i know it feels like it's 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 a little bit delayed but actually what it is is it, it's a considered move you know launching in a con in a continent not even a country a continent as diverse as this one you know the amount of countries the amount of languages the different cultures that we have i don't feel is is it would be right for us to rush into uh, a situation what we always wanted to do at spotify is when we land in a in a in a space is we want to make sure that we land correctly and that means doing the right things the due diligence it means making sure that um we are doing everything legally correct it means that we are signing the right contracts with um the you know the the label partners and and all other legal considerations and it's also most especially for me is making sure that we have the right team in place um and you know and making sure that there's a, a, a good fit of a localized team that understands um how to tell the story 
internally or within the country and also to tell the story uh, to the rest of the world. So those are the things that have made us seem like we are late to the party, but actually what we are, I believe we are right on time. This is the right time for us to go. Mm. Ghana is one of the richest uh, musical producers in the world. We know the rich history of everything from high life until everything that we're doing with, you know, Afro drill. You know, the music is undeniable. You've seen the rise and rise of, of Afro beats um, in the last 10, 15 years. And so it's, it is absolutely a no-brainer for us to come to Ghana. Um, and for us, it is definitely one of our key focus markets. You know, we launched... And it's been, it's already looking like it's going to be an incredible ride. Um, we've had the opportunity, even before we went live, to start engaging with the artists over here. Amare is someone that we have uh, championed uh, from, really from the beginning, like two weeks ago, she was on a billboard in New York, and that was even before us being live. So that just says a lot about how much we believe in the music that's coming out of here. And we want to make sure that we are part of telling the right story about the music from Ghana. And of course, um, the continent is very unique and very diverse in terms of its offering you know, regarding the music industry. And I'm just wondering on your side as well, um, one of the huge, one of the biggest concerns has to do with monetization, whether it is from you know, the artist side or in the case of podcasts, for example. And I'm just wondering, what are the plans to fix that 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 gap? Because Spotify is not the first music streaming service to be made available in Africa. Some of them have failed along the line for numerous reasons. One of Absolutely. them has to be the monetization. Um, options that are available to people and whether the people are actually ready to pay in the first place. So I'm just wondering what you know your your thoughts are as a company coming into yeah. the continent, being aware of all these limitations possibly. For sure. Um, so you know, I, I I I'm not sure if you're aware, but we have two tiers on Spotify. We have um, a, a free tier which is supported by advertising, and then we have a premium tier which is supported by subscription. What that means is that we have a pool of money that goes into the platform so that we make sure that the creators, um, as per negotiation with labels, with artists, they get their fair share. I would let you know that since 2008, which is when we, when Spotify first ever went live, we've paid about 21 billion euros in royalties to, to rights owners. So for us, it is extremely important that... Um, rights owners are compensated fairly and and that's always been top of our agenda and we always make sure that those negotiations are are, are fair um but we we absolutely prioritize where the labels are coming from where the artists are coming from um and and that's how we do it we make sure that whatever is income is coming in it's a pool that's shared um in the ecosystem if that answers your question it does. It, it addresses a bit of it, but the other side of it also is in some markets, in some jurisdictions on the continent, you don't necessarily have a very structured sort of industry, for want of mm -hmm. a better description. A yes. clear example is Ghana. And yes. in that case, how do you go about it? How do you um, ensure that you know, you're compensating the artist's rights, you're compensating the label if they are any label owners, right? How do you manage that sort of relationship? Right. So again, 
like I'm, I like to mention the word ecosystem because it really does take a village. Um, Spotify, we are entering this market not by ourselves. We are entering with um, with the cosign of the labels. We're entering with the cosign of the artists. And I believe that it is all of our job, all of our businesses and industry to emphasize education of the creator community, to understand exactly how things like copyright and publishing and all of those things work. We do have uh, programs that deal with songwriter relations and, and all of these kinds of things. Those are things that we're going to be rolling out um, from, from, you know, possibly the middle of this year onwards and outwards. So that's something that's also very close to my heart. And the other thing that we try to address in our education is making sure that piracy, which is one of the main reasons, one of the other reasons why we don't see uh, the right compensation for artists and so on, we want to make sure that that is completely stumped out of the equation. I know that this has been something almost habitual um, with our society. And as Africans, we haven't been that amazing at valuing music, but I think that times are changing and we're starting to see, like really see music as one of the most important exports for us and also just something it's something we can't live without. So why would we not want to give it the monetary value that it deserves? How, how exactly are you looking to do that? I mean, on the issue of piracy, it was actually my next question. How, how are you looking to address that, that, that challenge? Yeah. Because, look, Piracy, you've been you're right. buying it, it, and it exchanging on pen drives and things like that. I'm just wondering how you're going to go about that. So, again, like I said, piracy is, is, is not, it's not a new problem. It's something that we're walking into that's decades and decades old. And, again, I stress the, the fact that education is definitely it's the only way and you know who we really rely on to really drive this message home is the artist community and i'll give you an example um we in south africa have started to really work with um the the ama piano i don't know if you've heard of this music the ama piano community and ama piano is the fastest growing music in south africa right now but when we first started to engage with that community, it was purely like music that was exchanged on from one WhatsApp to another. Um, and what we have tried to do is in engaging with the artists who we believe are the thought leaders of that community, we have said to them, make sure you let the fans know, don't go to the sites that are telling you download this for free or this is a free song. Make sure you're encouraging them to come to Spotify because they believe in everything. Artists, I believe, are the biggest influencers in music. So they can help us direct people to where, because people care about the artists before they care about anything, right? You've seen it before on platforms, whether it's Wizkid FC versus um, David O's 30RBG or whatever the case might be. They have the power in their hands to direct the fans to let them know that this is something that hurts us and here's how you can help us. And I'm st we're starting to see those results. We're starting to see streaming numbers for Ama Piano artists just shoot through the roof um, where we it, a year ago that wasn't the case. So I'm very hopeful that we can make this work. We are going to be focusing on a lot of education for 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 the, the community that we're working with. Um, and we're working with all of the different rights collection societies, whether it's SAMRO, whether it's IFPI, all of the ones, Capasso, all of them um, are partners of ours. So our, our, our one of our priorities is just to make sure that all of those things are in place. We have a program called Notable, which we, you know, we will we'll be able to expand on a little bit later down the line. But that program is 
very specifically focused on songwriter relations. And I believe this is where we'll be able to drive the very, very tangible education about, you know, publishing and, and rights and, and, and all of these kinds of things. So very aware that this is a sticky situation, but I'm also very, very confident that this is this is one of like many other things that we've had hurdles with in Africa, we'll be able to surmount with good partnerships in place. I, I, I like that. Um, one of the other issues that often um, will come up is the issue of data costs, because hey, if I'm going to stream music, I would need my data costs to make sense. But that also means that you would have to have a good relationship with the telcos in the, com- in the country. And um, <laughs> I'm wondering how you are working around that, because look it's 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 no secret they are a business and they are looking to make as much money as they would want to and so um how are you working it out especially in ghana in terms of ensuring that um, you know data costs are at an appreciable level enough you know to get as many people streaming content as possible right so you're very right i mean data costs across the continent compared to maybe the west or the rest of the world they tend to be um you know fairly steep in certain places but what we have at spotify is we have a product called spotify light which is much lighter it's it's pretty much exactly the same spotify experience same amazing thing so all the music all the podcasts everything that you know and love about spotify but this particular product is almost uh, it it it's gives you that all of that experience without the the high data requirement and i expect that that's the thing that's going to really take off over here telcos of course they're always going to be one of many partners that we are going to be engaging with throughout our journey in africa and we're here to learn with everybody that wants to build this music industry but as a solution, Spotify Lite is something that we introduced. Um, it's working fantastically in South Africa um, and in and, and many other markets, which, believe it or not, there are s- several other markets um, in the world that resemble us in this regard, in terms of data. Um, so we, we're hopeful um, in that regard. That sounds, that sounds great. Share your thoughts and opinions on the show via the WhatsApp number 54 Tweet at us using hashtag CityTrend. I was getting actually into the conversation about podcasts and the monetization thereof. Um, I don't know, um, you know, what what are the plans for, for, I mean, because... Look, I, I, I usually distribute most of my, my podcasts through Anchor, and I know Anchor is a subsidiary of, of, of Spotify. And I'm just wondering um, how Spotify is looking to extend the podcast experience here in Ghana and also in these, these new territories. So if you could share some light on that for me. What I can say for sure is that we are determined to be the best audio company there ever was in the world and that means making sure that you know whether it's music or whether it's podcast we want to make sure that first of all 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 everything possible is available and secondly we're making sure that we are engaging with all of the creators whether it is the artists or whether like yourself podcast creators 
Um, we're going to be prioritizing podcasts. There's no secret that there is a big boom in this area, and we're excited to be part of this conversation. Um, and I would pretty much say we're market leaders in terms of just being um, the leading audio um, experience in terms of streaming. So certainly there's going to be a heavy focus on 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 podcasting in due time. All right. I won't get into the issue of monetization of podcasts. I'll leave that for later. Um, but of course, coming into coming onto the continent, I'm guessing that Spotify is also looking to pursue a number of you know strategic collaborations because you know that's just how we grow together as a community. And I'm just wondering if you could shed some some light on that. Would there be any exploration of strategic um, partnerships, especially with existing platforms and you know um, institutions? Of in course. Of course. I mean, again, you know, our approach to the creator community, those are our primary collaborators. Um, and we know that they engage in many different platforms. So it would be it would be remiss of us to think that we would be a, a, a silo in this game. We absolutely have those plans. Um, we prefer to reveal them as they become um as they come to life. So I would say to you, watch this space, but certainly partnership is a big part of, of how uh, Spotify engages its audience. And like I said earlier, we did, you know, we are here to learn as much as we are to teach and we're here to grow with the community that is going to grow with us. So we're looking forward to partnerships on every level, whether it is artists to Spotify or brands and Spotify or media and Spotify. We, we need everybody to make this thing grow. So for sure, that's going to be happening. I have two final questions. The first one has to do with the fact that, well, competition is competition. And look, you have competition from the Deezers to the um, Apple Musics to, you know, all these others and Boomplay and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, how, how, how are you working out around all of that? Yes, you are the biggest, but, um, you know. There are people who Very are good question. <laughs> Very good question. And I would say not only are we the biggest, but we are working on being the best. Okay. What that means is that, for example, um, we have the most intuitive platform that there is, and I could test that against any platform right now. You know, we have a we have a saying at Spotify which which goes, we have 300, we have 345 million versions of Spotify. And what that means is that Every every active user on Spotify uses it differently. It Spotify will listen to what you like and customize the experience so specifically so that at the end of the day, you and your sister who are both listening to Spotify, you're probably not listening to the same thing. And that's what makes us such an incredible, incredible platform. Our AI combined with, of course, the knowledge that our editorial has, what we have, our localized teams, teams that are actually from wherever it is that we are hoping to find success. We're finding the perfect sweet spot between what is an algorithm playlist and what is an editorial playlist. So an algorithm playlist will be um, something like a daily mix, for example, it, when the when the machine learning figures out, okay, this is, these are kinds of songs you like, so I'm going to give these to you on a daily uh, daily basis. And then there's, you know, the more editorialized ones, which is like the African heat playlist, which is like, okay, here are the big hits. You probably like this. And we are experimenting and testing different ways so that we can combine 
the two very powerful and very important ways of curating music to make sure that the user experience is the best. And that's how we're going to win the game. You have been in a number of territories globally. Um, you've seen how the music industries for some of these countries have grown. From where you sit and from your viewpoint, what would you say is the outlook of the African audio streaming landscape going to be going to be like and how is it going to be impacted by Spotify coming into the space? Okay. So first of all, Africa has the youngest population in the world. Um and the fastest growing youth population in the world. We all know that um, it's young people. And when I say young, I'm talking like 14 to 18 consented by adults. That crew are the ones that drive the growth of, of, of music, right? So with that already, we're in the right space. Okay, that's going to, that's automatically, and that's, that's across the board for any streaming platform. Um, but over and above that, we're going to have a much more diversified um, landscape, right? What streaming does is it not only helps the user to be able to surface the music. If you understand that there are almost 40,000 songs being uploaded on Spotify every day, right? How am I going to find the song that I love the most? What I mentioned earlier in terms of the, the algorithm and the editorial, that's one of the things, okay? So that means that the user um, that is in Africa is going to discover more music, more African music and more international music. That already for me is a win because that means that now music is borderless. And that's really, that's a much more intuitive way of, of, of the way young people especially listen to music. They don't really care, or they do, but it, it's not a deal breaker that the music must only be from here. Or it's, it's about how personal it feels to them. And it, you know, if it's Burner Boy today and if it's Travis Scott tomorrow, it's all a seamless experience. So I believe that that's one of the ways that we're going to. And then the other thing is, of course, our artists are going to get a better, a more fairer shake at the stick in terms of international stardom. Because guess what? What we are doing here is the same thing that the listener in Brazil and the listener in Mexico and the listener in the U.S. is doing. They are discovering music. Discovery, discovery, discovery is the thing that has been uh, the fuel for our engine from the beginning. And that's going to continue to help us create the most personalized experience. It's going to help people cross borders where they wouldn't have before. You know, if you can remember the days where we were distributing CDs and whatever, I'll give you an example. Amare, right? I was on her Instagram yesterday and you know who was commenting about her new songs? It was SZA, international artist SZA and Victoria Monet and all the big R&B. And that would have never happened in the days of physical. But now with this, Discovery is just becoming, it's, it's literally at the press of a button. So I'm hoping to see a much bigger business, like bigger audiences, more nuanced audiences and much more personalized experiences. That, that's that's fantastic. A year from now, I'll be asking more about what the streaming numbers look like and um, um, how else Spotify is going to impact um, the rest of the country. Thank you so much for your Thank you. Time. I really appreciate that. Thank you very
And so for those of you who have been asking about the premium package as well, there's the individual, which is 17 CDs. Uh, after you enjoy one free month with, with subscription, there is a duo which um, is 22 Ghana CDs after you've enjoyed one month free subscription. There's the family, which is also 27 CDs after you've enjoyed one month free subscription. And of course, there's a student, which is eight CDs, 50 pesos um, after the one month free subscription period. So those are the packages that um, Spotify has for the Ghanaian market. It's pretty interesting. You can download it, go check it out, see what it does, what it means. But then for me, as someone who is watching from the analyst side of things or the journalist side of things the first thing obviously that pops up to me is the fact that you know Ghanaian artists will be getting their due Ghanaian podcast creators will also be getting their due as well and for me that's pretty interesting for those of you who are also wondering about whether you can pay through Momo Currently, it's not available on the platform, but um, just like Spotify indicated, um, it's doing something pretty cool with M-Pesa all the way in Kenya. So, you know, they are open to options such as payment through mobile money, but that will come obviously with time after the rollout. So, yes, we have a comment here and um, Texas says, I've been a subscriber of Spotify Premium for over a year now. I'm talking about protecting copyright for artists, etc. I want to add that one cannot share music from Spotify with others who are not subscribers or record on CD or so on one can however create playlists for oneself which can also be played offline so yes that is a comment there from a text that you can send your messages to on our whatsapp number 054-986-996 it's now time for us to get into the app segment with jeffrey oreku sapong Good evening, everyone. On the app segment tonight, we bring you something special from Selfline. It is called the Coverage Checker. This platform allows you to check the strength of Selfline's network in your neighborhood. Let's listen to all that it's about. Selfline Communications, Ghana's premier 4G LTE service, has launched a product to help customers check their network strength before they even think of making a device purchase. The coverage checker allows customers to enter their Ghana Post GPS or Google location against the closest sites that serve their area with Surfline's fast internet. If you are still not satisfied with the results of the test, you can pick up a Surfline device from any shop, leave a security deposit and test for four consecutive days with free data. To check your coverage strength, visit www.mysurflinegh.com forward slash coverage dash checker i repeat www.myselfline.selflinegh.com forward slash coverage dash checker so just as you heard if you want to buy a selfline device just visit the coverage checker platform check the strength of the network in your neighborhood before you buy it once again if you have any app that you want us to talk about on this segment Get in touch with me via Twitter at OJ Sapon, O-J-S-A-R-P-O-N-G. Send me a DM and let's start talking. Until we meet again, 
Stay safe out there. And yes, indeed, that is the app segment of the show with Jeffrey Oreku Sapong. And now we are getting into your tech. Now, basically, the your tech segment is a segment of the show where we try to understand some of your challenges with the technology that's around you. And sometimes we really can't you know, explain it the way you want to. So we reach out to you to tell us your challenges and we try to find solutions to them ellen dapa is the one who handles that particular segment and i will hand over to ellen now to walk us through what challenge we were faced with this week hello good evening welcome 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 once again to your tech segment on city trends we are so happy to interact with you and share problems and then try to help each other out delali spoke to me and basically he has issues with charging his phone he's not really able to perform other functions on the phone whilst he's charging but let's go ahead and listen to what delali's problem is so i have noticed that anytime i use my phone while it's on charge for some reason it starts to lag any other time it's fine it works smoothly it's it's generally fast but then when i i'm charging it and maybe browsing or scrolling through something the phone is slow it's laggy and acts like it's been in use for five years or something and i'm not sure what the exact problem is Wow, this is the problem we have this week. And as usual, we would try and share the knowledge we have on how to solve this problem. So Delali and anybody else who is in a similar situation can apply it and hopefully things would work out for them. Hi Delali, thank you so much for your question. When devices are being charged, there's so much heat that builds up in the system. And for processors and computerized devices, Anytime there's excess heat in the system, it is going to manifest in a slowdown in performance. I would like to see a similar phone being charged and how it behaves. If it behaves like that, then it's a general problem with that model of phone. If it does not, then there's something much more going on with the general heating in your phone. And probably if you get a very good technician to check it out, it will help. I hope this helps. All the best. Keep your questions coming. Bye-bye. That's it for this week. Follow me at Twitter. The handle is at E-A-D-A-P-A. The D-A-P-A is D-A-P-A-H. DM me. Let's talk. Let's get interactive. And let's help each other out. Have a good evening. It's now time for us to get into the trending segment of the show. Now, basically, the trending segment of the show tries to give you an update of all the latest tech stories that you may have missed as a result you know, of life happening to you. And so we try to bring you up to date with all of that. And Mr. Entry will bring us that segment right about now. Thank you, Philip, and I welcome you all to the week's biggest stories in the technology industry locally and in other regions of the world. 
This week, we look at the cost of internet shutdowns in sub-Saharan Africa in 2020 and we'll also look at a new feature Twitter is rolling out and some reports on when Apple could release a foldable phone. To start, sub-Saharan Africa lost 237.4 million US dollars to internet shutdowns in 2020. That amount is as a result of internet shutdowns in seven countries. That is Ethiopia, Sudan, Tanzania, Chad, Guinea, Burundi and Togo. These internet shutdowns altogether took over took over 6,900 hours, according to a report by Top 10 VPN. Some of the causes of the shutdowns in these countries were to stop protest and civil unrest, prevent examination more practice, avoid electoral violence, and prevent misinformation, among others. To our next story, after acquiring review to help creators and publishers earn from their audience some weeks ago, Twitter is at it again. This time, the social media giant is rolling out a new feature called Superfollow. This new feature, Superfollow, helps creators, publishers, and basically anyone earn from their tweets. This feature allows users to subscribe to accounts to access extra content at a fee. This fee is then shared among the content provider and Twitter. Superfollow joins other new Twitter features such as audio tweets, newsletters, community, Twitter space, all focused at creators, publishers, podcasts, journalists, and content creators. Finally, reports suggest that Apple is working on a foldable iPhone and it may be market ready by 2023. According to reports, the phone could be of a screen size of 7.8 to 8 inches and also quite closer to the size of iPhone 12 Pro Max. Although other competitor brands such as Samsung and Motorola already have flagship phones in this section, Apple is indeed taking it slow and shooting at gold. That's all for the week. You can follow me on Twitter at Yao Entry Uwusu. Over to you, Philip. So going through some of your messages right about now, City Trends on City FM with Kofi Ashon today gives me a better understanding of algorithms. I'm glad I listened. That's coming from Holali. Um, Men's GH is his handle. And um, yes, your messages were indeed welcome on the show. But this is where we draw the curtains down on City Trends for today. Do hope you've picked up a thing or two about our conversation with the folks over at... Um, at spotify um it was it was pretty enlightening and so you can always always send in your messages and your questions and we'll make sure we get to them you know as often as possible now sole uh, mate says or he tweets at file for real says hello city trends about delali's problem it could also be caused by some charges so if he's using a charger that did not come with a phone or an original charger made for the phone's brand he should also change it and it might help that's coming from soulmate um who is tweeting at us with a hashtag city trends c-i-t-i-t-r-e-n-d-s we really appreciate your messages of course people like soulmate um you're the reason why we do the show and thank you so much for sending your messages do hope you enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you till next week stay techie